welcome to our unabridged path. It is me, Adrian. Um, joined as always today by Chris, Mizzy, <laughs> and Joe. Great. Yeah. Uh, great to have you guys back here again. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know what what sound you just that coughed. And, uh, you know, I think this is a bit of a special episode as it falls directly in the middle of Mabin, um, which is a pagan holiday, usually a week long, uh, celebrating, uh, you know, the harvest, um, or at least originally the harvest. And now uh, it's more celebrating, it sounds like, just uh, enjoying life. (laughs) Which is very vague, but think of it as like a Thanksgiving for everything that you have. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And it's just supposed to be enjoying the things that you have, all the blessings that you have throughout your life and how well you're doing now. Uh, Even though not always the best time Maven falls on, but that's another story. Um... But yeah, uh, anyone want to say anything about what they're doing for Maven? Well, um, we Nords, mm-hmm. we damn Nords, right? Now, uh, for us, it's mostly just a yeah. celebration of the turning of seasons because fall is more important to us yeah. than fucking mm-hmm. summer. Summer's trash. Um, and so we're just enjoying. The shift in weather, the shift in times, and uh, yeah, it's comfortable. I like it. It's better for me. Anything? I ain't fantastic. A damn. So it might just be Chris and I, maybe Mizzy. I have. I mean, I'd Mm -hmm. like to try. I don't really know what to do. Shoot, I didn't know what to do until the beginning of this week. So, (laughs) I mean. Yeah, like, well, what, like, look, man, okay, like, see, fucking, he, how he said, <laughs> right, Nords, right, like, then does that mean that it's different? I mean, it's different right. for everyone, right? So, yep, that's mm-hmm. why I'm only like, I don't know what I am, self discovery. I will go ahead and say, yeah. Greeks typically don't se- celebrate it, okay, <laughs> that so yeah, that's that's why Joe but, makes uh... sense. I mean, I don't know what I am, I, so I guess maybe exactly. I can just work on self I more or less uh, just find myself as more eclectic than anything. And I really want to, uh, at the very least, just go over to Chris's place and party the fuck up with whoever's there at the time. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be like the biggest part. With the celebration, and it doesn't even have to be like focused around Maven or anything like that. It's just party, <laughs> and yep. Then I'll have to then I'll do like my own spiritual stuff on my own time uh, in terms of that. And uh, yeah, that's Maven, guys. Like for anyone who's listening, don't be afraid to uh, join our Discord server and talk about Maven or. Whatever the hell else y'all celebrate out in the ether. Yeah. But yeah. 
Well, um, this episode, speaking of trying new things, as I'm trying Maven for the first time, let's talk about trying just anything witchcraft or pagan. So you want to be a pagan. Uh, well, boy, do I have news for you. Anybody. You can. All you got to do is say that you are, and there you go. You're 90% finished. <laughs> don't don't forget to start a oh, YouTube channel yeah, like there's... wearing dragon wings and tails, too. Also, if you're going to be a pagan, we, we have a rule. Um, so you, you got to sacrifice the goat to Satan. Don't say that. that. You uh, might scare the Christians. You're going to scare Wesley, the oh, one Christian right. in this server. And we brought him in here for reasons completely yeah. unrelated to this server. You're right, guys. You know, I, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought up the goat sacrifice. Um, so your uh, firstborn is automatically <laughs> indebted to no, <laughs> literally just say you're pagan and you'll be chill and pagans are chill. Paganism right. is honestly one of the most chill fucking religions yeah. out there. Like, because you know, there's I, all the dogma yeah. of it died long time ago. <laughs> Anything pagan really nowadays is just reconstructed new age stuff, you know? So it's yeah. when it comes to starting with witchcraft and paganism, um, the easiest thing to start out with anything spiritual is meditation. Absolutely. Everything just kind of falls yeah. into place once you get meditation. It's the key down, to it all because you're more or less um, spirituality. You're just trying to connect to the spirit, the things we don't know, the ethereal parts of existence that cannot be physically touched in order to do that you kind of have to be calm and like almost detached from the physical world and meditation does that yeah and uh that more or less covers i think the start of doing anything spiritual pagan or witchy um just meditate and then yeah. research. Yeah. It's also very important to note that meditation is very, right. very different for each and every person. Um, for example, Joe, his meditation practices typically involve, uh, you know, some mm -hmm. good old, good old trance music. Yup. And just sitting there and dipping out into unknown spaces whereas adrian finds it a little bit more difficult to find the correct way to induce trance meditation uh and then me i don't honestly know how i do it anymore <laughs> and that's a that's probably not the best thing but i i guess i've just gotten so used to it um <clears throat> But meditation is different for everybody. Different things work. Some people need music. Some people don't. Uh, some people... Some people don't even have to try. Some people... It takes them forever to get it to work. 
you know, it, it, it all depends on you. It's all about finding what works for you, what makes you comfortable. Um, Josh, I mentioned the thing. The thing? <laughs> the, the, Which remember thing? the last time I meditated and I told you about it and you were like, oh yeah. Oh. Okay. Yes. So, um, I was trying to meditate the other day, and I decided, you know, oh, what are some things? Because my mind races too much, and I'm like, I need to focus on one thing, and my breathing wasn't helping. So I decided to do that weird hymn thing. Uh-huh. And, bruh. The, uh... She 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 elected to utilize a certain a certain a certain mantra. Mm-hmm. Oh, the okay. Om mantra. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, mm-hmm. but yeah. it helped. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. For me, <laughs> the closest thing I've gotten to like trance and anytime I notice that I've actually projected too uh, tangentially. Um, it's either, it's like two part thing. One, it's during the day. Um, and two, I'm fall asleep listening to somebody talk. And it's strange Mm. because that's when I've been the most trance like states and I've never really fallen into a full trance, I would say. And most of it just ends up being lucid dreaming. And even though I'm still trying to find what works for me, that's just kind of giving an example of something that might work for somebody. Um, I'm still exploring what music does for me Mm -hmm. and uh, specifically what different kinds of music does for me, what maybe uh, just pure silence might do, what just sounds of nature, you know, or just positions and how you meditate too for me sometimes laying down is better than sitting upright in a half lotus or a non-lotus position yeah laying down sometimes works being full whoever can do full lotus Mm -hmm. good fucking job (laughs) you're literally bending your legs (laughs) in ways that they should not be bent i can do maybe half lotus but that's painful Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big ouchies. Well, damn. Use the pain. <laughs> oh, God. In your focus. <laughs> what are some other good beginner, <laughs> uh, beginner, like, discussions? Because mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot to it that a lot of people might want to understand. What are the necessities? There's a lot figuring, of gods yeah, out figuring there. Figuring that out is important. Mm. Which pantheon should you choose? choose. Which one choose. interests you the most? <laughs> Which one interests you? Your God. Usually, <laughs> usually the one that interests you the most is the one that you know you're like, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, that one. This is mine. Because for me, right? I've always been very interested in Greek mythology. Fucking the Greek pantheon, just Greek everything. I've always mm-hmm. been like, oh hell yeah, Greece. I've, in like, yep. I've always been in between being interested in Norse and Greek mythology. And it's funny how much like I've 
focused on learning a lot of Norse mythology and whatnot. And I feel like I know more of that now than I know Greek stuff, yet most of the gods I interact with are Greek. <laughs> and uh, it's something that I've been trying to learn how to balance, too. So, like, if you... If you're first starting out and you find a god or a goddess that you really uh, connect with, I would suggest focusing on building that connection before you start moving on to other gods and goddesses or pantheons. Because, yeah, because yeah, I've more or less put that, myself yeah. in a weird limbo space because I was trying to do too many things at once. And uh, my advice is, again, like, if you find the goddess artemis to be a very good connection for you um go out worship the moon be a strong feminine person i guess <laughs> yep yep and uh, never get married there you go <laughs> not so much that last one yep. but um yeah <laughs> no that's the most important one <laughs> <laughs> oh no but yeah no uh like adrian said um focusing yeah. really it's all about taking things slowly you don't want to rush in head first expecting you know um to be speaking right. to a god on your first night like yeah no. just <laughs> take it slowly it pick something pick something to focus on that makes you feel comfortable because ultimately mm -hmm. it's all about you feeling comfortable you know, once things start to pop off, you might have some conflicting feelings about things. But that's just tests being thrown at you. And you'll know when that happens. Also, I have something <laughs> I'd like to try and bring up. Um, the other day, yeah. I ran into an old friend of mine who turns out to be pagan now. Um, on the bus, and we were talking, and she brought up a really interesting thing about intuition and stuff. And intuition is a huge part of this like absolutely you know it's a key element to being pagan or right. wiccan alone like it's you know so she <laughs> said um she found out that she's actually bipolar and um and sometimes her her like when she's down you know she doesn't have a strong intuition she doesn't have a strong <laughs> connection and so I feel like when you are trying to explore paganism, you really need to, you know, and this and this doesn't go for like mental illnesses or anything. That's kind of like an exception because you can't control it as much. But if you're like in a strong in a in a struggling spot and you're really down, like you need to take mm -hmm. care of yourself. Like and I'm talking through yeah. myself as well. I wasn't taking care of myself, so I didn't have a strong of a bond with this so i kind of started to doubt it but it's really it wasn't even about um the religion itself it was about how i was taking care of myself and the gods were like it's not your time yet like i'm not gonna reach out to you Look <laughs> yeah at you. you're right. a mess like there's you know? uh, a so, distinction with that that helps me sort of organize that connection to spirit and i like to separate the aspects of spirit mind and body um Specifically, for me, it helps me to better understand how the mind is more or less a connection between the non-physical and the physical. Physical being the body, more or less mm -hmm. your world around you and your body itself. 
um, and what you can see and feel and uh, is more or less your mind uh, interpreting the physical world. Whenever you start to see and feel things in spirit is like the other side of the coin of your mind. And you have to be careful to make sure that your mind is in the right place when doing stuff like this. Because if it's not in the right place, mm -hmm. you're gonna be in hot fire, real hot fire soon. <laughs> Here, I'll throw myself in as an example. I won't go into full detail, but when I first started my journey through paganism, I was in arguably the worst state of mental health um, that I've ever been in. In well, at least in like the past five years, it was probably the worst. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty bad. It's pretty damn bad. Uh, however, you know, I got through it, and now, honestly, the religion itself yeah. is what helped me get through it so easily. Was having that other outlook on life and stuff like that those other voices to talk to that actually gave a shit that mm -hmm. helped me through that those horrible times of of bad mental need um mm -hmm. but it was hell for me in the beginning it was quite literally hell and i don't suggest that anybody go into starting their journey right in the middle of a midlife crisis <laughs> at the age of right. 20 right <laughs> it's a bad I mean, idea <laughs> it's it can help but you have to be prepared for it to hurt while it helps if you're doing that if you're in a dark place oh yeah it's not gonna be pretty because a lot of what puts you in a dark place is uh more or less what helps you out of a dark place i should say is realizing some harsh truths in reality and that can hurt. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, right? A lot of, a lot of negativity right. emerges from a lack of clarity. Mm -hmm. And getting yeah. that clarity can be upsetting, right? Yep. But having that clarity, best, it's really what gives you the key difference in being able to help a situation and continuing to either let it stagnate or make it right. worse. Uh -huh. Clarity is a huge, huge part of paganism. Um, and specifically, you know, like the, the more witchy side of, of paganism, right? Because, um, Practicing the craft is going to work best with a mm -hmm. clear mind. Uh -huh. If your mind is clouded, it right. should go without saying you're going to struggle. I mean, if your mind is clouded, you're going to struggle in the physical, you know, like physically too. You're going to, you know, you're, mm -hmm. just things are going to mess up, right? And so if you give yourself that clarity, 
then, you know, and it's not even a matter of giving yourself that clarity. You know, we can switch back to intuition, right? Intuition to me is an extension of, it, it comes from two places and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get into, you know, I guess sort of, uh, chakras, right. Mm. In my opinion, and I could be wrong, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure intuition comes from the third eye mm -hmm. and the crown. Yep. Um, because whenever we talk about intuition, I think it should be clarified that we're not talking about like mother's intuition or any of that. Yeah. Spiritual intuition is a very different thing. It's like knowing without knowing. And it's a very innate, unconscious yeah. wisdom to yourself that everybody has. And it's just hard to yeah. access because we're simply so focused on conscious sensations instead of the subconscious sensations. A lot of us are so closed mm -hmm. off by the physical that we lose fo we lose touch and mm -hmm. we lose focus with the metaphysical mm -hmm. and paganism requires you to open mm -hmm. back up to the metaphysical. really gonna tripes deep into and or trapes deep into uh paganism you have to be ready to be broken to pieces then rebuilt yep and here's the thing, that process of breaking you to pieces and rebuilding yeah. you, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. I went through a stage where I straight up didn't give a rat's fucking ass about a goddamn thing. Like, it's fucking, I uh, didn't care about literally mm -hmm. anything but nature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't give a rat's fucking ass. I was like, yeah. These people are talking about these fucking issues. They're so goddamn trivial. And I still think a lot mm -hmm. of the issues are pretty fucking trivial. Um, I'm not going to get into that. But, you know, like, there's a difference between understanding triviality, right? And completely and totally blocking out um, right. everything that you view as trivial. Because... Once once you block out everything that you view as trivial, you're losing you're still losing focus yeah. because even the it trivial I, yep. you have to remember, <clears throat> even though we talk about having these higher selves and gods and uh, other realms and whatnot, you still have to realize that you're human. You're still very much a physical, mm -hmm. yep. living, breathing thing. And as much as you want to maybe focus on the divine aspects of reality and really feel the exalted feelings of being in the presence of deities or using magic and whatnot, as much as it's great to be a part of that, you still have to be grounded. You can't ignore the parts of your body. You can't ignore the parts of your mind, nor can you, should you ignore the parts of your spirit. And I can see, I've seen yeah. people, yeah. you have to cater to all three aspects. And I've seen most people nowadays, uh, if they're going to focus on the aspects, it's mostly body, sometimes mind, almost never spirit. 
And that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest issues nowadays. Um, that's a whole other subject, though. And I feel like I've been on the opposite end of that, too, where I've focused almost entirely on spirit, not enough on body and almost nothing on mind. And that is very much to detriment. It's all about balance when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Balance is a key word for everything yeah. throughout your paganism journey. It really is. Man, balance is a key word for everything in general, though. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so go, go. And it's also important that no, no matter what, like if you find yourself in a position where you're focusing too much on your spirituality, no god or goddess will ever be angry at you for taking a right. step back to focus on yourself physically. None of them. Now they may, you know, get a little miffed if you're just ignoring spirituality completely. They'll be like, "Hey, you started right. this. What are you doing?" <laughs> And then they'll start to prod at you, trying to get you to focus. A it's little not bit out more of, again. but they'll never right. get mad at you for trying to take <laughs> care of yourself. Yeah, right, Joe. You said more again. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. Continue. <laughs> uh, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> Blah. But yeah, they, right. They, now, okay, they'll, they'll no. prod at you if you don't focus enough, right? The fucking absolutely <laughs> yes they will they'll sure prod at you they'll be like hey bitch baby you remember me i'm mm-hmm. still here motherfucker uh, nope. you ain't getting rid of me that easily <laughs> works to do and uh <laughs> it's definitely something you have to because... be cognizant of and it takes practice and time for that mm-hmm. if the if 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 you are called into paganism and into witchcraft, if you are called yeah. into it, there's a damn reason. Shit. Yeah. I just sort of stumbled into it, but because, that was actually more just being called into it. I mean right. Yeah. <laughs> you were you were still called into it. You know? Um and now there are a lot of people mm-hmm. who are called. Not everyone answers the no. call. And that's fine. You don't have to answer the call. Just know that if you answer the call, it's... I'm not going to say something to be taken... Like, it's... I'm not going to say it's nothing to be taken lightly because, again, mm-hmm. it's a super chill religion. Yeah. If if a certain someone hadn't, you know, completely blown my fucking mind with some shit that I would have never believed, you know, like the day before, I would have never believed any of the shit she she said, honestly. But if she hadn't blown my mind with some specific things, I would have never answered mm-hmm. that call in the first place. You know, like. And. Like yeah. Joe said, not everyone gets called in. Sometimes you're just like, hey, this is neat. I want to research this. And then you do it. And then you're like, okay, yeah. I like this. I like this place. Mm-hmm. And then you start to learn more about yourself. Because, and you're like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> because if, if you get called in, right, 
it's like there's this this uh compulsion almost like you feel in inwardly compelled to 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 yeah take on the lifestyle yeah and it's not a difficult lifestyle to take on because no. again it's a really chill religion so you know like you can you can kind of like for me i join the religion and literally had mm -hmm. no fucking idea what i was doing yeah and <laughs> now i have a better sense of what i'm doing i'm not gonna say i know everything about what i'm doing but i you know i, know I think a good way point. to describe it is like let's say you're an actor who has been working in like just comedy, for example, and doing play comedic plays and whatnot. And you've always been a comedic actor. And that's always been what you've known. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden you get um, asked to do a role as a tragic actor, you know, as, um, you know, a more serious role. And you've never done it before. But there's a draw to it that you never thought you would have. And you feel urged to do it. And when yeah. you do it, there are perks. Definitely the being on stage, making that connection with the crowd and all that other stuff and feeling a deep set of emotions that typically you won't really find in a more comedic play. But there is also drawbacks as there's you know, all the things that can uh, really suck about being on stage with putting yourself out there as raw as you can. And with spirituality, that's more or less what you're doing because you're taking things a little bit more seriously. Um, it's asking you to go out of your comfort zone, to take some risks that you in your mindset and in your own beliefs that in today's modern society most people are scared of so it's scary mm -hmm. but ultimately it is rewarding in the end because you learn more about yourself and the world around you giving you a brighter more well-rounded perspective on things and it's helped me immensely it's helped Joe immensely, it's helped Chris immensely, and I'm sure it's helped Mizzy immensely. Mm -hmm. And it can help you. It's up to it's, you if you want to let it. It's a it's a it's a definite journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um and see, we're like it's not mm -hmm. like it's a crazy undertaking. Yeah. Um because with paganism, right? Yep. You only get out of it what you put into it. If you put in the effort to learn and to grow, mm -hmm. you will do both. Yeah. You will learn. You will grow. If you don't put in the effort to learn or right. grow, I mean, you're not going to. 
if you if you pop into the religion right and you focus on say ritual right and you're only practicing the ritual because that's how the ritual is practiced you're not putting in actual sentiment behind yeah you know a piece of you has to go into every right. bit of practice you do and uh mm -hmm. and it's not like we're saying sacrifice a part of you no only sometimes. embrace mm -hmm. embrace yeah what Nothing. really paganism is about although is embracing i will say sacrifice does play a role in in paganism, in the idea that you're mm -hmm. sacrificing the unnecessary oh, yeah. parts of yourself, certain flaws and uh, yeah. in your lifestyle and in your personality that you can do without. And, Although know. I would be willing to say that it's less a sacrifice, right, than just purely. Well, no, a, I mean, because for me, it's a sacrifice just because. A lot of my vicious cycles and uh, patterns of um, very toxic behaviors and like social situations, those were more of a comfort zone for me because I was so used to acting that way of um, not really caring about anyone, just looking out for my own needs and wants and being very selfish. And that was safe for me. Mm. And because in the end, I'd have what I want for a little while, but I'd be hurting people doing that. And I had to sacrifice that comfort, that safe feeling of the known in order to grow. Yeah. So sacrifice is indeed a part of any spirituality. Yeah. I'm on both sides here because... Like I, I sacrificed quite literally the opposite. I sacrificed my yeah. selflessness. The, 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 the Chris that just says yes to everybody, regardless, <laughs> and that guy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's so dead. Um, you know, now like I'll only say yes to my closest friends with logical requests if mm -hmm. I feel like saying yes, <laughs> if I if if I'm not feeling it, like if I'm, if someone's like, hey, let's go do this thing, and I'm mm -hmm. and I'm not feeling, it, I'll just be like, nah, bro, nah, <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like someone called me this morning, a mutual friend of of ours, and and he called me, and I was just like, nah, I just silenced my phone and threw it over on the bed. And it fell down between the bed and the wall, and I just ignored <laughs> all of it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have done that two years ago. I would have been like, "Hey, what's up? Oh, you want me to come hang out?" Oh, right. Uh... <laughs> but I'm not like that anymore. I sacrificed that thing, that defense mechanism I had of not making anyone mad. Mm -hmm. You know. To protect myself and now i'm yeah. just like i don't give right. a shit there's a level to which uh you have to embrace aspects of yourself kind of on the opposite end the positive yeah. aspects of yourself that you have yeah. to lean into 
and more or less grow instead of neglect. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. A lot of a lot of what it is, right? Um yeah, I will say, right, you know, sacrifice, remove, whatever you want to say, right? You you get rid of those negative aspects of yourself and then you encourage the positive right. aspects of yourself to grow and to flourish um and you know it's, mm -hmm. it's yeah it can be difficult it can be um because a lot of the negative things about our ourselves that we have right were developed as like you know like chris said um defense mechanisms Mm -hmm. um, like Adrian said too right because they are defense mechanisms yeah and so getting rid of that um right and it's be because tough. there's inherent value to those things and but, they're hard to let go of and uh it takes a lot of energy yeah. and willpower but to let go of them It is very, very easy to continue on that trend once you realize just how much those quote unquote defense mechanisms right. are actually serving to hurt. Right. You. Yeah. It's very easy yeah. to self destruct. It's even harder. It's Absolutely. even harder to overcome self destruction and it's painful to grow. Mm hmm. Right. Painful, right. but necessary. Because where there is no yeah. growth, there's stagnation. And, you know, like a, a lot of people do stagnate. Um, and, I mean, there's not a single person in this call who I haven't seen grow. Mm-hmm quite a bit yeah <laughs> in the past in the you know like at the very least yeah. when met them yeah you know over the past couple of years in you guys's case but yeah same can be said for from for mizzy as well yeah everybody um, grow up yeah <laughs> so we you know like we undertake this journey because it yeah. feels right we continue the journey because in addition to just feeling right, you start to realize that it's not just the religion that start that's feeling right. You start to feel right too mm -hmm. with yourself and in yourself. Um, because through that growth, you know, you you can look at yourself a bit easier. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, there's still going to be hiccups. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, that's fine yeah. because you're only human. There is no there. There's not a single being out there that isn't flawed. Even gods are at flawed. At the very least, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, no matter how much you want to believe, but your deity is perfect in some way. Nothing's perfect. <laughs> perfection. Per, perfection <laughs> yeah. is the biggest myth of all. Yeah. I. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I like to, I like to think of uh, perfection. I like redefining words uh, for myself. Um, and Mizzy, yeah. Mizzy would like for us to say, uh, yeah, a good example is uh, look at Loki. He's a fucking hot mess, and that's the damn <laughs> truth. Yeah, I can tell y'all that. Boy, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> we love him, but. Oh, buddy. Love <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but yeah. Holy um, shit. Uh, what was I saying? I was saying, you know, when it comes to perfection, I like to redefine it as something that's healthy. If something's perfect, it doesn't mean that everything is mm. right with it and there's nothing wrong. It's just more or less means that it's functioning at an optimal level that makes sense so if a person is perfect or if like a relationship is perfect i think of it more as it's just healthy yeah yeah and it's interesting that you use the word relationship Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. paganism like any religion is a relationship between yourself yeah, your deities and your beliefs. How do you relate yourself to the world around you? Is it always build relationships with other people and beings and all that shit? Mm-hmm. And um, I think I can like summarize right um a lot of stuff that we went over today in a simple sentence. You want to be pagan, huh? (laughs) First, you got to be human. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Mizzy says that was soft as frick. (laughs) Yep. Hey. But hey. That's just Don't a theory. Not on my show. A theory of what's going on spiritually for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's no, like wholesome fun. content. Just, yeah. just 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 be a fucking human. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. It's Don't... okay to be a human. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to mess up. Yeah. It's okay to slip. It's I mean, okay. Go ahead if you want to be you know, wolf spirit kin or whatever, but oh god, <laughs> fox kin. But yes, oh, remember god. that here I am on every level <laughs> except for physical. Wolf. More, more power to you for that. To. But you always have to remember that at your core, you're still a human. <laughs> Ah. Ah, I'm dying. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all who man. Shit. You could argue who-man. that even who man. 
most gods started out human as well. And yeah. I know mine did. That's for damn sure. Yeah. That's that's like the Nord's whole thing. They're just dudes that were really strong and they were like, cool, we're just gonna not die. <laughs> That's literally what the Nords are. Okay. Uh, yeah, Mizzy, Mizzy's pointing out some more good um, things in the chat. She just can't yeah. talk right now because she is doing the show from work again. Um, but she's pointing out some more cool stuff that we could talk about here in our last 20-minute uh, stretch. Uh, some of those things being uh, like grimoires. Shadows. Uh, types of witches where to start you know all right cool 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 um all right yeah uh, grimoires especially grimoires you're kind of to use the term um in its in the sense that it's a core part of your spiritual beliefs your grimoire is your bible that you're writing yourself it is your center that you write everything down that helps parse through all your beliefs and experiences in a coherent way. And it's journaling for spirituality. So pick up a book. You can bless it, cleanse it, whatever you want to do with it. You don't even have to do that, honestly. It's just... Find a way to make it useful for yourself and start writing what you experience. Yep. So grimoires are important to starting yep, yep, out. Yep. I have my own grimoire. Um, at a certain point, yeah, I only write down like, yeah. And grimoires especially are yeah. meant to be private, more or less. You can share them with other people, but as with it, yeah, it's it's right. it's a, it's it's to your own discretion because ultimately a grimoire is your personal record yeah. of your personal journey. Mm -hmm. That's what it should. And whether be. or not you share that um, is not important. You're doing that for yourself and no one else. Exactly. Yep, and a lot of a lot of things that are in your grimoire, right? depending on, shall we say, your mm. position. Yeah, I, I mentioned they're also called the Book of Shadows, uh, but Grimoire sounds cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, depending, on, depending on your position, right, a Grimoire can contain... Um, information that yeah should not get out to everyone and you know whenever grimoires do uh start to be shared and told to people that's when cults start and that's when cults evolve into organized religion so the bible is just one big book of shadows yep. one big grimoire i mean pretty much <laughs> it's a bunch of old white guys talking about their spiritual beliefs like <laughs> what <laughs> what more you want <laughs> yeah well they, they they weren't white i mean 
Wasn't John in all of them? They were just like... <laughs> okay, I'm not the smartest when it comes to or most read on biblical stuff, but I thought that they were like European guys who just wrote about people in the Middle East. Okay. No. Yeah, no. No, no. They it's, all of those other names are stuff that uh, came with King James translations okay, right. and stuff. When it yeah. was made to seem yeah. white. <laughs> but no. Fucking <laughs> Okay, h- here we go. Sh- shout yeah. out Jared Leto. Uh, <laughs> whatever the fuck his writings were. Right. <laughs> his his weird cult. But yeah, no. Um uh yeah, gr- grimoires are a thing. Like I have mine. No, nobody reads it. <laughs> nobody. I've looked Fuck at no. it. That's the most. Um, I haven't even tried to like even touch it or anything. Right. Yeah, you've yeah. seen it. You've seen the cover. It is strapped tightly. Yep. So it does not open on its own. Um, and that's another thing. Uh. A lot of spiritual items, such as your grimoires, any stones you may have, whatever, whatnot, you might notice that they start to act mm-hmm. on their own on occasion. Like my grimoire, sometimes when I don't, uh, you know, tie it shut, it just opens up to a specific page that I really don't want anyone else to see, but it opens up to that page <laughs> yeah. regardless because it's an asshole. <laughs> um, always to that one specific page, mind you. Sassy books. Um, <laughs> and and Joe can attest to rocks just straight up disappearing on their own my, and showing up like all two of my later. stones are gone. Uh, I oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. What an asshole. Uh, <laughs> my fucking moonstone mm-hmm. pieced the fuck out forever ago, and I still haven't seen it since. I'm glad right. that my original black tourmaline. I'm gonna just though. give me a, no, that's... a giant, yeah, boulder of rose quartz. That's all I need. <laughs> I was freaking saying rose quartz around Chris. Yeah, it's a... never come like 50 feet within uh-huh. like the. <laughs> Span like fifty feet within my house, like if I had that much res quartz. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, bro. <laughs> You'd enter mm-hmm. the freaking the 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 city border of Raleigh, <laughs> and he'd be like, "Oh no, rose quartz and yeah. how much Chris hates it." Rose quartz. Uh, <laughs> it's the fucking worst. No, to to Chris, no. it's not a fun time. Um, so I think, I think we should, I think we should say that, uh, different stones have different effects for different Fair. people. Uh-huh. Like I used to love rose quartz back when I first started, I did. And then I didn't need it anymore. And it made sure I didn't <laughs> touch it anymore after that. <laughs> so now I just fucking can't. <laughs> I gave him because, okay. So stones. I'm not sure if we've been over this on the show before, but stones, the stones, stones aren't, yeah, completely inanimate. Shall we say? I mean, no. nothing is when it comes to paganism. 
They're all just like little Fucking, dudes. you were just telling me about how your book is a bitch. Story. Animism. Hooray. Yes. Some freaking Cinderella shit up in here. No, but um, I mean, yeah, technically, man. any stone can be a bitch if someone throws <laughs> it. Yeah. That, that analogy but, actually right. serves a deeper purpose than any of us even understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, my... I, I I bought a stone mm-hmm. that <laughs> I learned literally later that same day. It completely loathed me. <laughs> a green aventurine. Oh boy. Uh, yes. A green aventurine with an attitude right. problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. And. I gave it to Chris. Yeah. Sometimes it's just what it is. Like, I don't believe things to be destined, but sometimes you're just fated to get this stone, maybe, or, you know, fall into worshiping this god or goddess. And it's all part of your path that you choose yourself, but doesn't necessarily mean you don't get guide along the way. And speaking of paths, um nizzy mentioned something about closeted witches that i wanted to talk about yes because for a while i was a closeted witch because my mom is jehovah's witness and fucking they won't even watch harry potter they are so strict i'm pretty much saying yeah yeah (laughs) like no one no one in my family knows except for my sibling and even my sibling is like whenever i bring it up get weird (laughs) about it yeah 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 my mom yeah Yeah. my mom knows now i don't think my dad does my mom and my dad are the only ones that know in my family my dad my i don't think i'll ever tell my dad but my mom knows because i really respect her and i just wanted her to know because she would like bring up things like how i should give you know jehovah's witnesses a chance and stuff and i'm just like bro i already fucking did when i was little you guys literally tried to brainwash me into believing that this path is the right path like as a kid (laughs) conditioning me to go to these stupid things and read this book and hang out with children that were also jehovah's witnesses so that i could get into it even lied to me about one of the biblical passages saying that if i ended up going to the next they tried to like basically manipulate or gaslight me into being like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. if you do this, then you'll be able to have cool pets and stuff. And I was yeah. like, bruh. Yeah. You know, so I never really, <laughs> yeah. I never really, I had to be secret and... for a long time. And now I'm just like, yeah. altar there, crystals here. Oh, hey, uh-huh. I've been, you know, just doing witchy stuff. My, like, my family, especially <laughs> my immediate nuclear family, my brother, my mom, and dad, I've only, I came out of the closet, the broom closet, to tell my brother, yeah, to tell (laughs) my brother and my mom, and they sort of just kind of scooted me back in. And it was like, yeah, first thing my mom said when I started talking about was like, just don't tell your dad. And my brother and I talked about for a long time, like got into a debate about stuff. And he eventually just changed the subject and we never talked about it again. And that kind of hurt me because I was trying to share an aspect of my life that I'm trying to grow. 
And because I'm living at home with these people, it's hard for me to really grow that aspect of myself in what feels like a right way because their mental states about it are very negative towards me in that aspect of myself. They don't like witchcraft. They think it's a waste of time. They think it's all fantasy in some sense. And to me, that's very insulting. And then them just being that negative towards it leaves a very negative aspect in this house where making my practice, my practice is very much short change in that sense. And it's hard for me to really connect in the way that I want to. So when it comes to like being closeted, it sucks, but know that sometimes keeping your practice private in the secret will be better than like releasing it to people who might harm you unintentionally or intentionally because of it. Well, think about it like this, right? Witches have long hidden the fact that they're witches. Because, and you know, like at the very least in Western cultures, right? Um, you won't get fucking burned at the stake anymore, Mm -hmm. but you'll still get ostracized. Mm -hmm. I feel like, sorry. I was just going to say, and um, that ostracization can, can really um, cause someone to feel doubts about their own practice about you know whether they're taking the Mm -hmm. right path because that's what a lot of people you know whenever they ostracize you for something they don't want you to take that Mm -hmm. um and so there's this popular opinion you know it is definitely a test to just kind of trust that you're going down the right path Mm -hmm. and it's okay if you stray off of it for a while because i know i did i i strayed from paganism for a bit i explored satanism even like you know and and then i came i kind of did around when you do a full circle and in fact it's probably better if you do stray off of that path because when you end up making that whole full circle back to paganism like if i did if that's the path that's meant yeah. for you you will you will find your way back mm-hmm. to it um it's sort of like a eye-opening and if you don't then that's right. totally fine too yeah i know it no go ahead i was gonna say sorry I was going to say that I um I felt like I got a little bit lucky when it came to telling my parents because like my mom as I I've talked about her on the show before obviously very keen on shall we say using her own words alternative religion <laughs> but my dad uh you know being super big super big catholic i you know there was a bit of doubt when it came to telling him um but where i lucked out with my dad was <laughs> him being mexican i mean yep uh take that as That's a joke true, but yeah. also take that very seriously because a lot most mexicans the mexican folklore is so heavy yeah. with mm-hmm. talk of witches and stuff that and there's there are witch doctors quote unquote in every town 
there's at least one, if not multiple. So Mexicans very heavily believe in witchcraft and stuff like that. Um, so when I told my dad, hey, this is what I'm doing, he's like, so the good kind or the bad kind? I'm like, the... <clears throat> Are you a good witch? It, no, that's not really yeah. how it works, but we'll just say the good kind. And, you um, know, <laughs> I mean, shit, Santa Muerte, like, is a big part of, like, some sex of, like, Mexican Catholicism. Yeah, so yep. here's the thing. When we were talking about comfort of talking to, like, family about it, if I told my dad's side, which are all Mexican, <laughs> if I told them, I'm sure they'd be like, okay, cool. And if I I, I, yeah. I I won't even ever mention or wear anything which like around my mom's side because they are all Jehovah's Witnesses, all very strict, and they will try and sit me yeah. down and be like, "You're mm-hmm. gonna go to hell!" Like, <laughs> freaking okay. It's like, wait, we aren't already there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously, I'm like, really? it's shouldn't be my like response. one of the one yeah. of the first stories I remember my dad telling me. One of the first stories I remember my dad ever telling me was um. During his his first trip over to the United States, him and his brother, which one was it? I think it was Lorenzo. My dad and his brother Lorenzo walked from our hometown in Mexico to uh, Laredo, Texas. They walked, and while they were walking, about at the halfway point, somewhere in the mountains of Mexico, um, they both saw it, and they both remember getting jumped by a bruja. A what? <laughs> A witch, a bruja, oh. and um, and and not really getting jumped, but they remember seeing her flying around above above them, and they were freaked out, so they hid under a rock and waited till morning. That that's one of the first stories I remember my dad telling me. So I knew talking to him about it, as long as I told him I wasn't mm-hmm. some evil folklore witch. I'd say like we can fly. Be cool with Is that, it. That thing we can do. <laughs> No, Mexican folklore yeah. witches are some other shit. They're more mm, they're like more Bobby akin Yaga. to harpies than anything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of in that same. That to me is creature. like a gross caricature yeah. and like exaggeration. Like they, they, I would say they exist. I just think that it's like if a witch just had the worst life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've seen them shits, and you know I, I yeah. they're they're no. I don't like them at all. It's not a witch; it's just a, yeah. a, another one of those creatures. Mm-hmm. Those creatures exist, kiddos. That's another thing. Once you start to open up a little bit more spiritually, especially once you get that third eye working, you'll you'll start to catch glimpses of things, yeah. and you'll be like, "Wait, yeah. what the hell?" Don't be afraid of that. Remember, Don't you're be so afraid. physical being. They can only do so much to you. I've gotten used to seeing things no. skittering around in the corner of my and That's vision. another mm-hmm. thing. If we're speaking on like malevolent creatures or possibly malevolent creatures like that. It, you have to be careful, yes, but remember that you're stronger than them because you actually exist physically. And that's something that you're a more solid manifestation of reality and therefore have more power. It's only when you think you have less power and you allow yourself to like be more susceptible to 
the powers of the creatures, then yeah, you know, an evil spirit can take over you. Um, and those are danger. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have faced I have faced some yes, Sam. fucking powerful <laughs> shit. I've been chased by some powerful shit. Matter of fact, there was a very powerful demon who was chasing me for years. Mm-hmm. He still likes to fuck around, but see, here's the thing. Even whenever it started, I was like, nah, you a bitch. Yeah. Fuck you. Who the fuck do you think you are, bro? Fucking telling me to goddamn do some stupid shit. Who the fuck do you take? Like, what do you take me for? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um. Now, of course, I was yeah. a lot less poised than I was. <laughs> I just implied, but you know, I was still like, no, <laughs> uh, nah, I ain't dumb. Fuck you. Oh yeah. Um. And that's that's another thing, right? Yeah. If a spiritual creature comes to you and 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 like demands that you do something, don't yeah. do the thing that they're demanding you do because they do not have your best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. So, you know, especially, especially now this should be fucking obvious, but uh, there are those out there who don't know if a fucking spirit, (laughs) uh, if you're chilling around a fucking Ouija board. No. First off, you shouldn't be chilling around a Ouija board, but let's assume let's assume that you have the the the, the gross yeah. misfortune As a of divination being Ouija boards are very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like so let's assume you find yourself in the misfortune of being around a Ouija board. If the spirit seems to latch on to you and want you to touch that planchette more than anyone else you need to realize that you are the last fucking person who needs to be touching that goddamn planchette. Mm-hmm. There's a certain point where mm-hmm. you have to real have a distinction between something drawing you in and your intuition pushing you in. Like it's hard to describe, but like yeah. if something is pulling you in, that's something else imposing its will on you. If you feel up, yeah, yeah. if you. I was I was going to I was going to point out that Adrian has experience mm-hmm. firsthand with uh so that that is another thing, right? It's 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 amazing to have a trusting yeah. relationship with your god or goddess. But it is also very easy for certain beings yeah. to imitate the feeling. And you know, the the, the feeling you get when you're around that god or goddess. And Adrian um, is an example firsthand of someone oh, who yeah. has been tricked <laughs> Big time. in that way. And and it it took him down a bad right. path. We're not going to get into all that. But, he, you know, it, it's, it's very important to know your gods and your goddesses very, very well. 
because it you are yeah. easily tricked. I was especially very in the easily beginning. tricked, and I paid the price for it. And uh, if anything, I'm just happy things turned out better because of it, you know. And uh, you know, I I on another note. Uh, I told the story about Cassandra a couple podcasts ago and how I let that evil spirit latch on to me. That was something that was pulling me in. Mm -hmm. That was something that wanted to be a part of me and wanted to sap energy and life from me. And I more or less allowed that because it was very enticing. It was something that lured me in that's something that uh a core concept of christianity that i like is that temptations exist for things that are evil for things that are malevolent um and that's an aspect of like anything that you should really consider is that just because something looks good doesn't mean it's good for you and I think that's a good warning for anybody who's starting out in witchcraft is that the reason why it gets a bad rap a lot of times is because people give into temptation too easily to things that they should not be, uh, should not be dealing with at all. So yeah, like you got to find the things that you're more or less, you find an inherent push towards where you're like, okay, this feels right because I know it'll benefit me and those around me. And when I when I went more towards my respective gods and goddesses, the actual ones, not the ones pretending to be, that's when I started to fix myself and get more clarity on things in my life. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and circling back to clarity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because clarity is a huge aspect. Um, but another another thing, right, is if intuition mm-hmm. is telling you something, right, um, and then you feel another thing trying to pull you in a different direction. That could be something in the background being like, hey. Man, I sure love coming on to this podcast because I'm learning so much shit. The is explaining <laughs> yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. There was a very, very yeah. dangerous time in my life where I really wanted to make a contract. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked up all the summoning and all of it. Yeah. And uh, I knew exactly mm-hmm. where I was going to do it and everything. But then, you know, I realized like, that my desire for it kind of felt like something else you know and Mm -hmm. that deep down i was like this is not a good idea this is very dangerous and risky who knows if i'm going to be able to get this what i want and i didn't i managed to stop i just turned off my computer and i'm just like nope i'm going upstairs (laughs) i mean if you're if you're going to want to get something from spirits that'll help you just do what robert johnson did and go play guitar in a graveyard for a year (laughs) you know yeah like you don't need to go out and address things that you know that are known to be 
uh, malevolent and uh, whatnot in order to get what you want. That's kind of why we were talking about in the last episode with Faye. They're not the best things to work with because they're unpredictable. It's best to find something that works for you in a way that benefits you and doesn't hurt anyone around you. Yeah. The beings that want to make deals, the beings that, you know, ask a price are rarely beings right. that have your interests in mind. Mm -hmm. Because if they're asking a price, right, then they're right. focusing more on what it's they get. Selfish. They don't care what you yeah. do. All they care about is their end of things. And yeah. uh, if you're truly looking for help, you want to find somebody who wants to help you and doesn't want to use you. Yep. You should never, like, if you feel anything pulling you towards selling any part of yourself, don't, don't <laughs> move, yeah. move the fuck mm -hmm. away from that. That's know? honestly yeah. one of the reasons why I didn't lean into Christianity so hard, um, as I almost did, was because when I was with my friends who are very much like, non-denominational christians and they're all about feeling the spirit and loving jesus and whatnot i was feeling pulled into it there was something about it that did not feel right to me i could tell that it was something that was enticing yeah. that wanted me to be there to give it something that i have and that's something that really pushed me off and the more i've looked into it like personally Christianity's a whole bag of oof, but um, <laughs> yeah, and that's the truth. Yeah, very much so. Has corrupted. Yeah, it, it has its pure moments, and it's had them, but boy, it's like ninety percent. It's just the behemoth of what it used to be, and uh, yeah, I I think on that one note. <laughs> bashing Christianity yet again. Um, why not we uh, wrap up this episode? <laughs> it's been about yeah, real quick, real yes. quick, Adrian. I I have a request. If I may, there was one thing Mizzy asked us to to cover, but we didn't get the chance to. And the reason I didn't bring it up more in detail is because I feel like it is a yeah. an entire episode in and of itself. So if I may write up the docket for next week um, and address the yeah. different types oh, of yeah. witches. I think we've more or less covered in this episode where to get started. But yeah, we haven't talked about what paths there are yeah. per se. Yeah. So if you guys would like to join us next week, I'll have a nice list. I'll have all the details written out for each one and everything. Of the, uh, I'd say around 16 yeah. different types of witches. None of them are Gryffindor or um, Slytherin or Hufflepuff. Well, <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> Although yeah. I will say Hufflepuff yeah. for life. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so join us next week if you want to learn 
What type of witch are does, you? <laughs> wait, Chris, does that make you my fucking huffle buddy, bro? Yeah, we're huffle bros. Because I'm a Slytherin. Yeah. That makes you my I'm huffle actually buddy. Uh, yeah, a, a raven claw for some oh, reason. Fuck. <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only cool guy. <laughs> Yeah. All right, there are two Slytherins here, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm the only. <laughs> At cool least you're guy. not egotistical. Fuck, like a goddamn Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck them. All right. Peace out, right. you guys. Thanks again for anyone who listened. <laughs> We're gonna be here same time next week, Bye. talking about Probably. all the cool witches that you can be. Pick your class. Choose your weapon. Get ready. Spoilers. <laughs> I'm eclectic. Right. Couldn't have known right, that. Guys. Uh, this has been Adrian. I'm Chris. I'm Mizzy's Joe. working. And Mizzy's, Mizzy's working. working. Uh, somebody imitate Mizzy real quick. <laughs> you don't want me to do that. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's the, he has the most right to do so. <laughs> Fair enough. enough. All right, guys. That's perfect. All right. <laughs> wait. Wait. He's saying, wait. Up. Wait. Saying, <laughs> We're okay. waiting. We're extending the show minute by minute just for Mizzy. Waiting. Yeah. 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 Paganism. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. He wants to go. Yeah. Pag- he wants to go flying Woo. later. Witchcraft. I got I got my broom. I gotta change the. <laughs> yeah, oil there's on my a few uh, cogs that are like out of place in like the bristles. <laughs> we did it! Hell yeah, we did it! Yeah, these customers just had to leave it on my. Hey, peace. Perfect. Bye. Damn it! <laughs> 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 <laughs>